Come in, the NBA pre-game one, no house advantage strategy show. And we're down to the final stretch of games. That's it. What could be four or seven games left on probably not seven, but you never know. Crazy things so. have already happened. And yes, as Terry says, hopefully yeah, seven fun. <laughs> yeah, it would be fun in the sense of there's more opportunity to win in tournaments on NHA. There's more opportunity to win money and use odd shopper and player props across the board to maximize a return. But let me just say this, Terry McBride, if the NBA finals are anything like the Eastern Conference finals, I can't sit through seven games of that. It felt like it lasted six months. Like I was buried <laughs> in a basement watching basketball for six months. So I'm happy to erase all of that. Like the men in black thing if people still use that reference and we can just start fresh. Like there's new basketball. Yeah. I think that's the move, right? You just get the little yes. blinker and then and we're just done with that. And uh, yeah, that's gotta be the approach here. Um, yeah. I mean, there's, I was just telling you before the show and everybody who watches regularly on these shows knows that I haven't really been laser focused on the playoffs with, uh, with baseball starting up and all yeah, the coverage man. I do over there and everything. But uh, yeah, I think that we can kind of forego that. And that's kind of why, like, I just wasn't really engaged. Anytime I turned these games on, I just didn't get engaged with a lot of them. So hopefully this is a better series. It looks like it'll be a good one. I mean, Boston golden state, that's, that's, some pretty, pretty primo teams should be a good matchup here. So I'm going to try and get invested in this series. Uh, you know, the finals I always can get up for. So hopefully it'll be a good one. Nice competitive. And yeah, let's stretch it out to seven and make it enjoyable. I think so. Uh, okay. If you present it that way to where it's enjoyable, it's fun. It's not struggling through anything. What the Eastern conference was. Okay. You've, I'm there sold right. now uh, from a money standpoint, from fattening up a pocket standpoint i already conceded that point that i'll take it if it means seven games and it's an ugly series that's fine but uh, selfishly man, that's that's all it means selfishly now, I, i'm curious though to begin overall because it's one game and we have a day before everything really begins so we'll continue to look at clearly with marcus smart robert williams there's going to be some injury concern news just whatever we're waiting on by all means but Forgetting what happened either for better or worse in the conference finals and just looking at this matchup as a whole, is there anything that jumps out at you individually? And, and I'll give you an example because I'm putting you on the spot here. So I'll talk through it to kind of give you a chance to think through it here, Terry. But the one thing that I really am going to pay attention to that I also think applies to both the DFS and the betting world is how tight, how really well Andrew Wiggins can stick on Jason Tatum to the point where he could really take Tatum out of some scoring opportunities that could impact his DFS value and maybe even make some underplays appealing for him. So that's going to transfer over to NHA with understuff, but something like that, if there's anything along the lines that kind of jumps out overall for you. Yeah, I think that's going to be a good one. I think it's also going to be an interesting battle in the front court between some of the Boston bigs and like a Draymond Green. So we'll see how that comes out. You got to love Draymond and everything that he does on the court. But Boston's got some pretty interesting bigs to throw back at him on the other side of things here, too. So, you know, there's interesting matchups across the entire across the entire match uh, across the entire um 
series here to, to for lack of a better word. So I think there are some fun spots to watch spots like that to watch. I really like having two capable bigs for like ball distribution, like Al Horford in that and Draymond in the, in the mix here. So it should be a fun series. We all, we all know what both of these teams do and do well. So it'll just be interesting watching them do that and battle each other uh, and how they answer back. And uh, you know, how the series changes from game to game too. We might see golden state comes out one way firing. Uh, you know, we're, we know they're going to be firing away from three, but maybe they come out with Steph more as a focus of the, the ball handler, let Draymond work a little bit more under the boards. If that goes well, they continue. If it doesn't go well, maybe they pivot to working through more of, uh, of Draymond getting back to that kind of a role and, uh, and have Steph just, you know, run the uh, perimeter with, uh, with clay and jack up those threes. So depends on how these things go in the different, in the matchup and uh, throughout the series, but it should be a lot of fun to watch and some very interesting specific things like that. Like this is a big prove it spot for, uh, for Mr. Wiggins, who I think has carved out a nice role in his career at this point. Uh, you know, he kind of came in with, all the hype was supposed to be the next big thing didn't really reach those heights kind of was everybody was down on him for quite a while and he's been a pretty good role player for this golden state team as like their third banana fourth banana here so i think he's going to be an important part of the puzzle here for them it's going to be it's going to be fun to watch awesome love that now you mentioned as far as just the bigs and, and working what boston has here what about on the other side and this is a good place to start on NHA and using our projections that we have not only individually but as we constantly remind you the optimal lineups are there for you ahead of time so that you can just plug and play multiple lineups and multiple entries across the board and looking at Kevon Looney he stands out as clearly the strongest over right now don't worry about Maxi Kleba or Mikhail Bridges, those guys are not available. Just a reminder for people out there. You can't play Reggie Bullock game one of the NBA finals. But with that said, looking at our own projections there, because they haven't been zeroed out technically yet. Looney's the only guy we have projected even in the 80s. Right? Do you have access to the site to know? Yes. That's what I was can, referencing. Can you jump in there real quick? All right. So can we confirm that this is the correct line? I just want to make sure we don't have old data up here before we start talking about these probabilities. Well, I, I the appreciate fact that those that. Phoenix, those Phoenix players are still on our board here. So might, are Dallas and Miami. Yeah. Or yeah. Excuse me, Dallas. Um, well, well the only also, guys, there's also Phoenix on there. My board had Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton on it too. So those guys are all out, like zeroed out. The, the guys, yeah, but like, what's, let's make sure that like right. Kevin Kevon Looney's line, is it actually seven and a half rebounds before we start saying 87%? Yep. Okay. Point. All right. Just want to, just want to make sure of that. Now who can answer that question? Cause I yeah, can't, it's yeah. It's seven. Looney seven and a half. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here. All right. So hopefully, yeah. So presumably these are the correct lines. Just wanted to make right. sure of that before we start telling people that these are, these are great plays. Cause that 87 percenter. That's that's our big mark on the board for for Kevon. Huge. That, uh, that if one ends up uh, if one ends up being off, uh, I'll just let y'all know. I'll chime in. Let okay. Know the okay. That, that works, Ty. Thanks. Thanks, Ty. Yeah. So yeah, good to have Tyler have access in the back behind the scenes there. Yeah, and it, it's going to help out, especially <laughs> if we had something like that off. So right. <laughs> now that's on Looney. That's a huge prop right there to begin with. This is something you could start as a seven, probably like a seven six point range play based on where we have with our overs any issue there with looney going over those rebounds no i like it it's another situation uh, like what we've focused on for this site kind of all year long where we're looking for guys not normally uh, not who are kind of misprojected for what the minutes expectation is for us right so kavon looney averaging 19.9 minutes over the course of the playoffs putting up 7.7 .7 rebounds per game in that sample for the regular season uh, it was a 7.3 rebounds per game in 21.1 .1 minutes we've got him projected for 28.1 minutes 
So we've got him significantly above his normal minutes allocation. And that holds up. That's based on, you know, he's 31 minutes the last time out over the last three, he's averaged 26.7. So you can kind of, based on the end of the last series, expect that he's going to be out there quite a bit and that our projection is probably pretty accurate. So 87% are off the top of the board on the overs. Definitely makes some sense. We've got him projected at 9.99. The line is right on that seven and a half around what he's done for the course of the playoffs. But again, that's in, that's in 10 fewer minutes than what we're allocating for him tonight. So I think that's a good spot to start off. So Peyton Pritchard is definitely somebody we want to talk about here because the expectation clearly from Alex's projections versus where even NHA has him is that he ain't going to play. And if he is out there, it's going to be like yanked in probably like two to five minutes max time. So the expectation here, Terry, because he's popping up on true 100s, meaning this is not somebody like we've just referenced with the Mavs who are out. This only is a guy have, who uh, only have oh, I'm sorry. points. It's six and a half points, though. So, I mean, your points are still all valid, Aton, but they only and have. I actually Pritchard don't have points Pritchard on this board at all. Let me reload this. OK, because I, I had Pritchard, ERA, PA and points and assists. Now, to be fair, the points are not 100, but they're 95. Basically, he's at six and a half points on NHA. And Alex has him projected for 2.17, which means he's barely out there in order. And again, the PRA, which is now off, that was at 100 earlier because that NAJ line was 10.5. And there was just no way in hell Pritchard was going to hit that. Yeah, and that's one. Yeah, he is. I don't know why he's not coming up in this uh, in this download that I'm doing here. This is strange because he's listed on the site, but he's not coming up in our CSV now. Um, okay. which is a little bit odd. So doesn't yeah, the CSV with, pull from, oh, actually, I don't want to get too deep into inside Yeah, it baseball. should be an exact copy of what is on the site, right. um, which is a little weird that that's not coming right. up in there because I just reinserted it in my sheet there. Okay. Is, is it like on here somehow? And but I'm seeing it and I'm pretty sure Tyler is as well. So yeah, Peyton yeah. Pritchard so is anyway. not a ghost, right? Right, yeah. No, it's something something funky going on here okay. on, uh, on my end. But let me, let me just See, Now I'm like... So, all right. So we're talking Tyler about Pritchard. <laughs> so we're talking about Pritchard. Where, where that's coming from is kind of like what you were hinting at. We've got him projected for 5.7 minutes tonight. Over the last three games, he's averaged four minutes, two minutes, four minutes, six minutes. He played 25 minutes four games ago, but 13 the game before that. So I think we're just kind of confident that we're not going to see the minutes Peyton Pritchard would need to get to that number. Uh, for the course of the playoffs, 13.4 minute average, averaging 5.4 points per game, averaging a nine PRA. That's in 13 minutes. We've got him projected for like a third of that. So I think it's going to be a minutes allocation question there. Uh, let me see if I can get this fixed here. I see what's going on. I'm missing some. All right. There's some kind of sort in here that's that's. No, but ours, ours aren't like totally updated either, only because like Robert Williams, for example, his PRA is 20 and a half. That's been updated to 18 and a half. So now that's still a heavy smash because Alex Adam projected at 13.95. So I don't know how much would change off of that projection to where Robert Williams III's line would drop two, really two full points on a PRA and his projection would bump up so much that it would nullify going under. But to your point, it's not a crisp update as of yet. Yeah, so, apologies, gang. Something funky is going on here and I didn't have the time no, I right. needed we can, to, uh, we can talk to through get it. my stuff ready earlier um here's the other thing though 
is we I can. I don't understand why this isn't uh, working. Sorry, I'm just. No, no, no. It's all right. Here. What we can do also, and just on the fly here, is instead of working through our projections, we can look at it through the app first and kind of bounce around a couple of props because you can see that both on the screen, and then I can work off here from the app. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Let me just take one more swing at getting this data into my actual spreadsheet here so I can talk about what these guys have been doing and uh, give actual numbers associated with us like we're supposed to. Okay. Um, have you seen the final season of Ozark yet? I have seen the final season. Of okay. Ozark. Now, as somebody yeah. who is still waiting to watch the final season of Ozark and has caught up through the first three seasons, meaning every time it came out fresh, I was there because I like to go in fresh. Right, Can right. you tell me something about the season without ruining the season for me? Ooh, um, it was interesting and went in unexpected directions, and it's worth watching. Okay, it That's was the, worth your time. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was worth worth watching. Satisfying conclusion okay. to uh, the story that they're telling, and uh, yeah, I'm, I was on board for it. Got it. All right. All right. Yep. And this is still just flat not working here. Um, nope. <laughs> I don't know what what are. Whatever it's doing, it's taking our CSV output and it's leaving some of the column, some of the rows out when I just move it over and paste it into my spreadsheet, which should not happen. It's very strange. No, apologies I, to NHA and to our audience. Yeah, absolutely. What's the hey, best I think way we got to talk it. around right. that? I think we're oh, good. I just, yeah, I deleted the whole thing and rebuilt the entire thing where we're talking. Okay. I think we got there. All right, we're back. Now we're back, but we just want to make sure that we're using the most up to date. So I've got the Robert Williams prop that you were talking about, the nine and a half rebounds. We've got them projected at a 93% to go under that with a 6.75 rebounding prop. Is that what we're looking at? Yep. Perfect. So yeah, we're cutting Williams's minutes, right? We're looking at a 20.2 minute projection tonight. He's been averaging 21.4 for the playoffs. So it's not like it's a dramatic cut, but what he's done for the playoffs is put up 5.5 rebounds in those 21 minutes. Yep. So Terry, real quick, that, that dropped to eight and a half. It's not nine and a half, it's eight and a half, but the projection okay. still remains. So just wanted to update that on your end. Okay. So it'll be a little bit thinner than 93%. Yep. Let's call it, you know, maybe low eighties, call it like 81, 82%. I still think we're pretty much there because he's at five and a half rebounds in essentially the minutes that we're giving him slightly more minutes. Could he stumble into a couple additional rebounds? Absolutely. But it's not like he's going up against the team with a lack of rebounding talent on the underneath the boards there anyway. So I do like that under um, with the caveat that we need to be right about the minutes. Yeah. And I think one other one that we can look at here, it's uh, an 89.47% that it goes under is the Derek White assist that's also at four and a half that we have the line on our projections with awesome as well as nha so that's four and a half total the projection that we have for white is significantly lower than four and a half though yeah we've got him at a 2.61 and this is a situation where he's been averaging 25 minutes a game in the playoffs we've got him projected at 29 and we still like that to go under on the four and a half there uh he's been sitting at a 2.8 assist average in the playoffs uh, 17.3 assist percent assist percentage for the regular season in 29 minutes a game, about what we're giving him for tonight. He had a 23% assist percentage and still fell short of that, or no, excuse me, got just over that mark, 4.9 assists per game during the regular season. 
Um, don't know how much of that came from the, the Boston sample, but I would imagine that it was lower wall with Boston, but I would have to dig into that to look. So maybe that's worth exploring. Maybe it's a little bit thin in terms of, you know, could he just be out there for, for 30 minutes and find two additional passes that, that convert? Yep. Yeah, that one feels a little bit thin, um, just given the fact that he's been kind of doing this for the regular season in that time. But I, I believe in Alex's projection here. I believe in our, in our site projection at 2.61. So I would go with it, but maybe not at the top of a card. Yeah, and the other one, too, with Steph, if you just look at his assist prop as well, it is still at six and a half. Now, it's not a, it's 5.44, so the projection is not normally what we have, like a pretty wide gap. It is low 70s there. But if you were looking at somebody other than the three names that we've mentioned here that pretty much cover the strongest of the underplays, and that's Peyton Pritchard, Robert Williams, and then just now Derek White. He's the next guy. So if you're looking to fade anybody in anybody's category, it would be Steph, and then we could get into Jordan Poole and actually have a nice little theory that I wanted to test with you on Poole. But Steph, you never know here, right? I should have, instead, we talked about Ozark. So I'm going to jam my Jordan (laughs) Poole theory in here before we get out of here, because I, like I needed your recommendation on Ozark. But Steph assists under six and a half. Can you roll there? That's another one that looks a little thin to me. 73%. I mean, we're dealing with one game, right? So we got to yep. go to some of these ones. We don't have the luxury of being in the 80s and the 90s like we did all season. So I do think it's on the board. If I'm taking an under for anything for Steph Curry, it's probably going to be assists. I certainly wouldn't want to go under on threes or nope. points or anything like that, even <laughs> PRA. Um, so it's probably going to be this this assist one. It's very close. To, I mean, we've got him within one. Uh, it's not like it's a situation for the minutes. We're giving him 36. He's been averaging 33. We all know what Steph Curry can do uh, for the course of the playoffs, averaging 6.2 assists. That falls just under, but it falls over our projection, and it's very, very close to the line. For the regular season, average 6.3 assists in 34 minutes a night. Again, right at the line. Little bit dicey. Uh, Steph's assist percentage is essentially the same in the playoffs and the regular season 28.6% regular season, 28.2% uh, in the playoffs. And he's been playing one less minute per game in that sample. So I think we're maybe a little bit thin there, considering he was essentially at that number during the regular season and it is basically there during the playoffs as well. That's a tough ask. But, you know, given that there's a little bit of room on it as compared to some of these others, we might have to go there. Yeah. You know, I think I would rather play instead of Steph under assist. I'd rather play Wiggins under assist because I I think that hook's going to save you way more often in the sense of I just don't see many chance, many times in which Steph finishes with six. He may finish under that, but if he's hovering around six, he's probably going to finish with seven, eight, something around that line. If he's if he's cooking, it's probably not going to be like a sharp landing, if that makes sense, where Wiggins Mm -hmm. I mean, look, that guy could easily finish with two assists seven out of 10 times. Yeah. Yeah. And that's much more who Andrew Wiggins is. 33.2 minutes a game for the playoffs, 1.7 assists, a 7% assist rate for the playoffs, a 10.9% assist rate for the regular season, 2.2 assists per game and 31.9 for the regular season. We are giving him a 36 minute projection, but that's still only really floating him up to like a 1.6 projected assist line. And I suspect that we're just kind of expecting that he's not going to be the prime facilitator, obviously in that offense, but his role, like you were suggesting is probably going to be, you know, guarding some guy scoring his random points here and there but primarily not facilitating the offense so i like that better than the steph one i'm with you on that jordan pool man I, I just something tells me that he is either going to be a defensive liability or combined with possibly foul trouble but 
We saw that even in the last round. Boston, they're not idiots. You know, they've got a smart coach. They're there for a reason. Jordan Poole is attackable on defense. And I wonder if that in turn is going to limit his minutes as a whole. Not mm-hmm. to say that he's relegated on the bench entirely, Terry, but enough to start fading some of these props. That's kind of interesting. And that plays into, I I think it's definitely an interesting theory and definitely worth exploring and maybe putting some bets on here. And it kind of jibes with what we're seeing, right? All the props on the board here are kind of favoring the unders four pool. We've got him projected for slightly less than his, uh, both his season long and his playoff average 30 minutes per game in both samples there. We've got him projected at 29.7. Let's just call that. It's the same projection. Yeah. Um, a 4.5 assists. We've got him projected at 3.5 for the regular season, 3.4 for the playoffs, uh, three, uh, excuse me for the playoffs up to 4.5. So that's kind of in the middle, right? If we get the regular season version or if they attack him, maybe get him off the court for a few extra minutes, then I think we're pretty safe on the under. If we get the version of him, that's playing a, a nice sample of minutes and kind of heavily involved in what they're doing there. assists. That's kind of on the board. It's what he's been doing so far to this point in the playoffs. And I'll go you one better. He's averaging over the last uh, three games, 28 minutes, 29 minutes, 28 minutes. So 28 minute average. We're giving him an an additional minute there. That one's a little thin as well. I do like the idea that you're suggesting though, just those smart Celtics, they just outplay people. They outcoach Mm -hmm. people. Um, So I do think that they could make that a reality. What you're saying right there, that would be a smart way to attack this team. I will right, we'll hit a couple of overs here in mid 70s range before we get out of here, of course. And a reminder, if you haven't hit that thumbs up button and you're watching, please do. And make sure you're subscribed. The Odd Shopper channel, new content every single day. So you want to be a part of both platforms here as we are just cranking things out left and right. Hit the notification bell on your show so you don't miss the start times of everything. And a reminder as well what we're doing with NHA. We have that promo code awesome up there for a reason. So use it on your first deposit up to $25 and we'll match that as well. So you put it up to 25 and we'll match up to 25, 50 bucks right away to get going. And as you see, as Tyler always has this in the background, these are all small cost, affordable contests where you can turn around a pretty big payout. So it definitely pays to be a part of what we're doing here. And that's why we have the promo code for you. All right. So let's flip this here if we can, before we get out of here. One that jumped out only because I was looking at it from a betting standpoint. The books had it at nine and a half. NHA has dipped it to eight and a half right now for Al Horford's rebound. So it is a little bit lower, which may have a little bit more maneuverability. And as I say that, let me just double check that it hasn't moved. Nope. It is still at eight and a half. Perfect. So Eight and a half rebounds. Again, the books had them at nine and a half. And I was trying to see if I could squeeze any type of value out of a a 10, you know, now like a 12 plus rebound night. I don't have to do that on NHJ. It's only over eight and a half. Now, based on our projections, that seems like a pretty good play here without having to go like over nine and a half. Yeah, that looks pretty solid to me. I like it a hell of a lot better going up against the eight and a half like you're like you're getting yeah. out there than, than a nine and a half. That would be awfully thin. But we've got him projected for 10, and I like that projection. He's been averaging 9.6 rebounds a game in 36.7 minutes per night for the playoffs. We've got him projected right at that minutes mark, so I see no reason he couldn't go out there and grab 10 rebounds. Again, you know, you're talking about a competitive rebounding situation, but Al Horford is an objectively good rebounder. 13% rebounding share during the regular season, 12.8% during the playoffs. 
playoffs. So has just been going out there doing Al Horford things all playoffs long. I suspect that's going to continue here. I have no issue with that projection or with that, uh, with that probability. That would be probably a, a fairly high card one for me, actually. Okay. Anything else that you see that jumps out in that? A lot of rebound props that we have. We talked about Looney. A lot but of rebounds. Look, Wiggins, smart. And I know we're kind of waiting on what's going on officially with him, but Wiggins, smart, green, clay, Jalen Brown, all in that 70 range of over rebound props. Yeah. And there's, you know, some funny dynamics there too, because like if one of those guys is getting rebounds and then another guy, you know, objectively the other guys don't get it. Right. So there is some back and forth there. Maybe you don't want to build all of those into the same card. That would probably be some negative value, but maybe you look at like uh, you know, one of the two of those, maybe you grab like, um, you know, like an Al and like, a, oh, I don't know, a Jalen Brown rebounding one. That one looks decent. 7.6 projection against the 6.5 for 72%. That one's not bad. You're going to the same team. We're just saying, hey, the Celtics going to out rebound the Warriors in this spot. So maybe that's the kind of correlated play that you could do. One that uh, stood out to me, and like you said, you know, waiting on the, the confirmation uh, of the news, but Marcus Smart on the threes sitting at 70% for the Love over. That. Got him projected at 2.14. He's uh, the line's only one and a half. For the regular season, in a per 36 sense, which is right around where we've got them projected, taking 5.6 a game, making 1.9 a game. I think we're pretty much there as long as Marcus Smart gets his regular allocation of minutes and is you know playing well and, uh, and healthy. Yeah, and I just wanted to triple check this here because I just can't imagine that prop on the books just not being heavily juiced to the over, right? To over. Yeah, I would have. I, to right. So, yeah, I mean, it's first off, you're not even getting that. You're getting two and a half as the number. There <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right. And so again, and, and I bring this up, obviously, you know, but for those who are hanging with us, because it just shows you again, some of the angles that you can play to your favor mm-hmm. on NHA. If this ever was one and a half, that sucker is long gone at the books. And now you're stuck <laughs> trying to determine if you go over two and a half or plus money or, you know, under two and a half at like minus 150. But that's a great one. Oh, I, I love that, especially because NHA hasn't budged with that one and a half, as you mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. You like those lines and that's a great way to approach this. And that's good. I love that you always call those out because that's good to teach people how to do that and to look across the books and to get, you know, confirmation of that it's too low or that it's too high, you know, the confirmation of the inefficiency of whatever line you're looking at. And you can also, you know, like we've got like our arbitrage tool on odd shopper where you can sometimes identify things that are so offset that there's opportunity to just make guaranteed profit on them. So you can work, a site like no house into that equation where you're building in some of these into your cards over there. And now you're getting it just even further. Um, it's not just a pure sports book bet. It's you're, you're doing it through here as well, where there's even more inefficient lines a lot of the time. So I really like that approach to just parsing through some of these picks. I think that's sharp on your part. Anything else that, well, thank you, sir, by the way, um, <laughs> you're welcome. you know, I, I played this, and now that I look at Alex's projections, I'm doing a, one of these like, uh, I think I'm playing it a little tight. But I went over, and we talked about this as far as in the groupings here, but I went over Draymond seven and a half boards yesterday at plus money. NHA is only at six and a half. So that's another one there. Now, granted, Alex's projection is very tight around seven and a half. It's not so much around six and a half. So Just off of recent memory, that's another one that we can identify where you're getting a full rebound in your favor if you're going over Draymond's. 
Yeah, I definitely think that one's interesting based on where we've got him projected 7.84 projected rebound against the six and a half line for the playoffs. He's been averaging 6.9 rebounds in 30 minutes a game. We've got him projected out for two additional minutes. So that's probably where the additional, uh, you know, half a rebound or whatever is coming from. I was actually, it's funny. I had highlighted just a few uh, down in case you asked me for another one. Yeah, I had ahead. Draymond's, I had Draymond's PRA highlighted there. Nice. I think that one's kind of interesting. It's only 63% on the board, but we've got it projected at 22.29. It's a 20 and a half line for the playoffs. He's averaging 21.9. And again, giving him a couple extra minutes out there to do Draymond things in the finals. Like I don't like to get too narrative based, but I can see Draymond getting up for a big Draymond game for the finals here and, and making a statement game. So not because of that, but because of what he's done just on the average. And for the fact that we're giving him a little bit more time, I think that PRA is kind of interesting. Love that, man. Love that. See, I, you know, I was going to ask you one more. I mean, technically we have time for one. More. Well, well, there's nobody next to us, but I just have a show coming up. Yeah, and I do have to knock out the rest of my baseball article, okay. which is now like two okay. and a half hours late. What do you like? Uh, do you like the Jalen Brown threes? It's really thin. 2.5 versus a uh, two and a half line, 2.68 projection. Yeah. But it is on the, plus, the plus side of the coin flip. I, I felt like if I was, it's a boom bust play for me. It's either stay away from Jalen Brown threes or play him at like four plus threes with the opportunity of him exploding. But I, I don't want to ride that line of of jail. Does that make sense? Like, I, I'd yeah. rather oh, just stay away or go full on like four plus. Yeah. And really get paid for the long shot uh, exactly. approach to it. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a, I think that's a smart approach. Talking about a guy in the regular season uh, per 36, taking seven and a half, making two point seven. So it's there for him. You know, it's certainly there for him to be able to get to that number, but it is a little bit thin if you're doing it just in that one. So I do agree. Yeah. If you can find that line where you're getting a lot of action for, you know, four or whatever it is, I think that's the approach there. At Digital B21 at Shander Show. Thanks to Tyler for saving the show, of course. Yes, NHA, you know, the it. promo code Awesome will match your first deposit up to $25. And a lot of baseball content, as Terry alluded to, still to come here, oh, yeah. both on the channel and on the site, as Terry has to get to work. So, Thanks to everybody. Thanks to Terry as well. We'll see you soon, brother. Good stuff, bud.